talking about you. Okay. I, I got it. I got it. I got right, it. So last day, Will, Will, Will talked to me the last day and said, hey, the stuff you turned in was great. Don't worry about it. Right. And I was listening. So, Believe cool. me. I went out that night and celebrated with JD. As you should. <laughs> All right. JD, big, wet, JD, sloppy, big pussy, big pothead now. He looks like a natural sitting there at the cafe. He looked like he'd been smoking for years. But from from going to no weed to like almost every day doing weed now. Yeah, that was that's cool. I think it's going to change his life for the better. Really? Yeah. What do you think's going to happen? His anxiety level goes down. Oh, and it he did. It really does. It goes down. And he's hanging. He's Mr. Cool Guy. It's does great. he notice? Because he seems to be completely unaware of what happens to him. <laughs> does JD wake and bake? I would no, be- no, no. I, I haven't. I, I've only done the gummy uh, since I've been back in New York. I haven't done any, but I'm I'm looking forward to doing it again. How do you like the gummy versus the joint? It was just easier to get a hold of, and you know, I can just eat that and not have to worry about inhaling stuff. I'll teach you how to roll a joint if you want. No, he can't inhale. I think the edibles are better for him. Edibles can. That's tricky, man. But I know. Hmm. I I don't want to get into edibles. Edibles it's good with food. Are you listening to no. Bob Marley now? <laughs> no, no? <laughs> you're not that into it. All right. Well, I got to take a break and then I got to get to news. And tomorrow, I promise, I know there's going to be people writing me. Why didn't you get to uh, Brent's stuff? In fact, Brent will be writing me. <laughs> but, uh, I will get to it. I got the whole morning cleared out. So as much time as we need for your swinging escapades in L.A. and how your wife did back here at home. All right. OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's quite a story. I know it is. I purposefully, I don't know anything. Oh, God. And so, <laughs> I know yeah, too much. it was very difficult for me to say, no, we need to to give that more time. We shouldn't do it here in Los Angeles. Yes, Joe, in New Jersey. Hey, Howard. Hey, I, I'm sorry. I know you guys uh, jumped off this already, but I, I need to go back to my Met here. Um, <laughs> why is he... Yeah, yeah, Robin, right? Why is he constantly comparing himself to you? I don't know. He doesn't get the concept that, like, this is my show. I get to be any way I want. And, yes, he of course he can be sad that he got a bit rejected. I understand that. I'm human. He's human. Everyone feels that way. But he then turns around and goes, well, what about you? You do this and you do that. I go, no, I actually don't. But even if you did, who cares? Right. I, mean, I just need him to write. And, and and now he wants a special explanation. I mean, he who, wants personal rejection. Right. Back in the day, did you have to send tapes and resumes to program directors? Yeah, and guess what? I got rejected everywhere. <laughs> and, and they don't give you anything. Nothing. You get no call back. I didn't even no get a letter. Nothing. Just never heard from him. And then when you finally do get an interview, it's yeah. 10 other people get an but interview. But he has the nerve to say to me, well, yeah. you've never suffered rejection. Oh, <laughs> radio I mean, is I mean, cruci- excruciating rejection, it, especially at the beginning. Oh, my God. And, and, and critiques and program directors. I had program directors come to me and go, hey, don't put any more women on the air because you sound weak. It makes you sound wimpy. And don't do this and do that and don't do this. Every single show got critiqued to death. Not like, oh, I'm sorry, Howard, I have to critique you. What do you think? I haven't gone through the mill? Let me sit you down and tell you with most the most loving terms I can come up with why I don't like this. Right. That's what can you, you Can you share Robin's expression when, when you guys were listening to the pitch? Can you show that on the app? Because I'd like to see it. Yes. Yeah, that would, that, there was going to be a separate feature on the app. <laughs> just staring at Robin's face during that. Yeah. Yeah, I would watch that.
And then he told me I was staring at him. <laughs> I was looking at the, You the didn't know TV where to look. Screen. You got yelled at for staring at him. <laughs> no, there's going to we're now in light of today's conversation there will be a whole Mamet tab on the app. <laughs> You know, the movie that Mamet should do is his movie. Right. The <laughs> Mamet movie. Uh, Brent and you, I suspect after tomorrow, we'll have your own tab. On the, the I, I, you know, like uh, every time I want to think that Brent is OK. He's not. Something like this happens. I know. Brent's running around L.A. He's <laughs> suicidal because it was, it was for a couple of hours on Wednesday at uh, the end. Yeah, but somebody end. had to talk you down. Yeah, Will and Jason. But that's it. That's it. It's a you know what? Those shows were incredible. Like you yes. just want to be involved. It's a, but, but of the, course those shows were. No, exactly. I got it. I got it. You're you don't right. have to be on the air to get in, no, to be involved. You're right. And you will be incredible of tomorrow. Course. I can almost guarantee that. I mean, it's gonna be an eight hour show tomorrow. That, right. Tuesday, that Tuesday show was just yes, just it was fantastic. Incredible. One of the most fun what, shows ever. One of the best radio shows just yes. of all time. So Agreed. what do you want to do? Bump Snoop Dogg no, to no, talk no. about your date? So should no, I, yeah, no, 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 no. stop that train. No, I should have said, Snoop, I gotta end this party that we're so going with here because Brent has to get on. No, I, w- I don't I, need my guy getting upset. I, no, no, I, I actually wanted to help produce that one, that, that right. bit. All right, well, yeah, but it went on anyway. No, I know. It was just brilliant. It was yeah, just brilliant. so what are you bumming out about? Uh, just It was, like, again, it was an emotion drain at the end of the week. I was tired and was, uh, yeah, was wishing that my stuff Yeah, I know the emotional went. drain. Oh, I know what emotional drain he is. <laughs> Someone was busy draining his wife. Oh, draining their balls. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> not I had my own deal going, too. So uh, We're going to play that on the air. Hey, we'll uh, can I smell your up. sweaty peeve? <laughs> <laughs> well, Brent, uh, let's talk tomorrow. Joe, yes? One last thing, um, and I'm sorry if you touched it on this before. The the Robert Downey uh, little snafu in the back. Did you find out who the exec was? Who oh, I know who it was. Yeah. Of course. Interesting. You're, would you share or no? No. No, it's not my place to share. It's up to Robert and this executive if they want to share it. And, uh, that was between them. It's a fascinating story, actually. But I think uh, both gentlemen have decided to uh, not talk about it. Let sleeping wow. dogs lie. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, and, and 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 they've asked me not to talk about it. So, I don't even know what that term means. Let sleeping dogs lie. I think but it they has, say it all the time. I think it means let the dog a dog. Let's say you own a dog <laughs> and he's lying there. Let him lie there. Leave him alone. <laughs> That's all it means. <laughs> it's very literal. Yeah, it's a literal thing. <laughs> Well, when when he was explaining the the story, I had a dog. <laughs> Bianca was her name. Yes, beautiful bulldog. Beautiful bulldog, yeah. and she would lie there. <laughs> and one time, my wife came up to me. She goes, "Maybe you should move Bianca." And I go, "Nah, let that sleeping dog lie." <laughs> and that's that's how it goes. And that's the coining of that phrase. Well, th- that's it. Wasn't coined there, but I remembered it, and I left the dog alone. <laughs> right. When he was explaining that story, I thought it was, uh, and it, before it came out, it was an executive. I thought he was going to say it was Ronnie because the way he, no. he explained it, it sort of sounded like, right, go oh, get out of my way. And I was like, oh, boy. By the way, I will say this, and many people said it in the email. Robert Downey Jr. on uh, our show in L.A. was the strongest appearance ever. I mean, and Arnold, I mean, I mean, Arnold well, everyone was, was oh, on Monday fire. was amazing. Monday was amazing. But, but Robert Downey Jr., was so eloquent that uh, he ended up making a lot of news talking about 
the 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 approach to movies about Iron Man and Tony Stark and yeah. talking about oh that whole Oscar thing was all over yeah yep. it, it was it was just very it was a very very interesting conversation all right Joe I got to move along I'm way behind I got to get to news and and Brent tomorrow's Brent day we're going <laughs> to okay. declare yeah, it Brent uh, but day but is anybody else in need of emotional support back there? <laughs> did anyone come back from L A beside Brent and Mehmet who were, uh, uh, were were ready to kill themselves. <laughs> I was fine by the time we got back to the hotel. All right, good. All right. All right. Glad to hear it. And same with Mamad. Mamad, I hope you'll be okay. All right. We're going to uh, take a break. And, Joe, thank you. There's a lot of people want to talk about Mamad, but I, I got to move on. <laughs> Just sing it, honey. <laughs> uh, oh, I screwed up. That oh, told me. Oh, oh, oh. Speaking of, Beth O, my wife, will be on the Today Show at 10.30 a.m., which is in real time. Imminent. Imminent. And I forgot to mention that because she's doing something good for Hallmark. It's called the Hero Dog Awards. It's actually a beautiful show. I love that show. Yeah, she's out promoting it. It's uh, If you're an animal lover, it's inspirational stories. It's a crazy story. She's telling me that um, there's this boy who was shot in the head in a drive-by shooting. Mm Mm-hmm. And he now has a dog that's with him 24-7 because the boy suffers from seizures as a result of this shooting. And the dog can detect a seizure 15 minutes before it happens. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Well, that's, you know, scientifically proven that dogs can tell when people have diabetes and maybe getting into trouble, seizures, and a few other things. I don't know what it is about a seizure, but this dog evidently smells something. or But he barks and notifies the mother. And the mother has said that the dog has saved this little boy's life multiple times. I mean, this kid has so many problems as a result of the shooting. And then there's another dog on there that Beth told me saves lives in Iraq by detecting bombs. Mm-hmm. And um, there's also some amazing rescue dogs who are, are showcased this year as well. And they do beautiful packages on these animals. And my wife and another guy named James Denton uh, host this show. Yeah, he used to be on Desperate Housewives. Right. And that, that show's on at 8 o'clock tonight on the Hallmark Channel. I think it's worth watching. And uh, yeah, we're busy with the animals. Don't ask what's going on in my house. And the Helen Rose calendar. That 100%. Yeah, I got to remember to get mine. Yeah, it's for uh, for uh, Christmas. A good idea. 100% of the, of the um, proceeds go to rescue. Well, one of the things I do. Is I get a whole bunch, yeah, and I send them along with my Christmas gifts. Yeah, that's you wonderful. get a yearly calendar, and it helps animals. That's furryfriends dot com. I shot the calendar, and this cat is really cute. So you'll have a nice little happy moment with the calendar. So that's all my that's uh, that's me being a good husband, making sure I get the word out there. Uh, uh, by the way, I don't think you uh, are remarried for a second time after that no. Ellen DeGeneres show. That oh. was not uh, handled. My well. wife was not happy. No. She was like, here I said, yes, you're getting remarried. And I said, what do you want from me? Ellen, <laughs> Ellen was backstage and said, "She, you know what happened with that? If I can, if I can talk about this for two seconds. Yeah. So. My process, if if there is one for these talk shows, I told you I was going to ask my wife to marry me on the Ellen show, but then I got carried away when I was at Jimmy's show and I asked her to marry me. Then when I went to Ellen, I thought it'd be funny to talk about George W. Bush. Remember, oh, this is interesting. What? I don't know if this really came out. 
I'm talking to Alan before I taped that show, and I said, oh, she was talking to me about this George W. Bush. She got in trouble for sitting. I said, were you sitting next to him like you went there with him? She goes, no, I was sat. I sat next to him because they sat me down next to him. Well, he actually changed his seat. She oh. wouldn't have been sitting next to him. Right. And she said, the reason I was showing George W. Bush my phone is because I have your painting. Did I show you that painting I did of a dune? Yes. Okay. She wanted to show George W. Bush my watercolor painting because she says, you know, Howard Stern paints. And she showed it to him because George W. Bush is a painter, evidently. Yeah, he's been painting since he left office. Right, he's a watercolor. Which is what he should have been doing before. Right, exactly. We all agree. (laughs) So she actually got in trouble showing him my painting, which was fascinating to me. Yeah. And then, um, according to her, he was very blown out by it. But here's the thing. So my idea was to go on Ellen and say, Ellen... You got to, I said, you'll, we got to erase that picture of George W. Bush from everybody's mind of you sitting next to him. You need to take a picture with me. And then it evolved, you know, after much conversation with, well, then it evolved. I'm going to ask her for a kiss. Me making out with Ellen would make everyone forget about George W. Bush. Right. But then I guess, um, Ellen didn't know that. She got this guy, Colin, from The Bachelor to marry Beth and myself. And Beth was not up for it. She wasn't dressed for it, the whole thing. Right. You know? But, but she was a good sport. She was a good sport about it. Because she says, then I'll be a dick if I say no. Mm. So it was fine. It was also, she also had a good arm because she turned around and she wasn't close to that audience. Yeah. And she threw that bouquet behind her. She's an athlete. And she made it. She's an athlete. Well, I was very impressed with her arm. I'm going to tell her you said that. <laughs> She'll like that. <laughs> I was like, wow, she actually, she's not that close. We had a good time in L.A. together. Like, I tried not to be such a drag. Like, I went out to dinner a couple of times. You know, I tried to be somewhat fun. Uh Uh-huh. Because she was with me, and she likes going to L.A., and we get to see some people we never get to see. Yeah, you have a lot of friends out there. Yeah, so I... Unlike Mehmet, I put on a happy face and went out. (laughs) You didn't mope and bring everybody down? I do get nervous when I'm out too late because I, you know, I have to work the next day. I get right. nervous. But it all worked out. It was all, I, I had it pretty balanced. You know, I was going to dinner. I was working. But as my mother says, enough of that. <laughs> but also about that, that Colin. I was like, here's a guy. He's Colton. getting Colton, whatever his name is. Well, I told him he needs to get a job. But he's not going to get a job. Here was an opportunity. For him to show up, look good, present himself well, he didn't do any of that. Yeah, Robin sent me an angry text uh, about <laughs> Colton from The Bachelor because when he married Beth, she, she says, can't this fucking guy put on a nice shirt that's not wrinkled? Or a suit. Look, you you want to you wanna be on television. That's what you keep saying. He wants to be an anchor or do sports or do something. You got to look the part. Whoever showed up like that. To do a sports show. I don't know. Those women were going wild for him. Yeah, because they're thinking of him on The Bachelor. Right. But they don't know he doesn't have a job. I did say to him, "What, dude, what are you doing? He goes, well, maybe I'll marry people for a living. But he didn't even, he stumbled through your vows. You don't even know what you agreed to. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know. You know what? He had a whole book written there. Ellen got a hold of him during the commercial and said to him, listen, let me see what you're going to read. 
And he had a whole thing. Do you take this one? Do you blah, 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 blah. She goes, cut all that, and let's get right to the finish line, which she was right. Well, I don't, the five lines he read, if it was even five, he mumbled through. <laughs> you don't think he had a good delivery? <laughs> no. <laughs> I said, what did he just say? I like going on Ellen. She was very sweet. And it was great up until Jimmy. that point. <laughs> Colton came out. And then uh, Jimmy was great. And, and, and Bill, uh, Bill Marshall, that actually. was the best. I enjoyed doing it. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, as much fun as I'll ever have. But you, like, echoed, reverberated through the entire show. I don't know if, have you looked back at no, the I haven't whole seen show? It. No, I, I saw my performance on right. the show. I saw that on, um. Bill had tweeted it out, and I said, let me see what the fuck I just said in case I said something stupid. No, you didn't do anything like that. But after you, after he, you know, does that music and he walks over to the panel, the whole panel was leaning way out of their seats to get a glimpse of you. You ever think they were trying to run out of the room? No, I was like, (laughs) what? I've never seen that before. And then Amy Klobuchar was on later. And she was like, you know, they've been telling me I've never gone viral. I'm so glad to be doing this show tonight. Maybe this is my viral moment being on a show with Howard Stern. I didn't know much about her, but I I was sitting backstage waiting to go on. And uh, Bill's executive producer came up and said, Amy Klobuchar would like to meet with you after you appear on with Bill. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, sure. I mean, no, I don't, no one seems to want to meet with me ever. I go, uh, that's so did nice. you meet with her? Yeah, I did. Oh, I, wonderful. I was like, oh, I wonder what that's about. Maybe she'll yell at me. Oh, no. I didn't know, but she's from uh, Minnesota, same as Al Franken. And yeah. I wish Al Franken could be senator again. I love that guy, but that they ruined him. But uh, anyway, Amy Klobuchar, we met backstage. Well, she said some good things on the show. I was actually impressed with what she was saying to to Bill. You know, I pitched her Mamet skin suit commercial, and she just didn't want to do it. She didn't want to use that for her campaign? I said it'll go viral (laughs) if you're down in the dungeon there. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I met. We we had a meeting. Wonderful. I'm glad. So, it was pretty cool, actually. Hopefully now she'll become president. Yeah, I got to look into her a little bit because I found myself rooting for her during that Democratic debate because she had met with me. Yeah. It's all it takes. Just have a meeting with me and I'm. Well, she has some good ideas. You know, she um, she made some sense because I said to her backstage, I said, you got any good ideas? (laughs) A zip recruit. Did I do zip recruit? No, got to do it. Oh, fuck. I mean, not, oh, fuck, does it? I mean, yeah, I guess kind of, oh, fuck, what do I mean? Make up your mind. I thought I had done it. All right, a little Robin music. I want to come on Robin's chest. Oh, you idiot. boobies want to come on River Robin's chest. Oh, stop it. If I have to, I'll come on your bum and make a big mess. Mm-hmm. But what I really want to do is come on River Rob Robin's chest. I want to come on you, Robin. That was right to the point. Yeah. No buildup. Anyway, Robin, what's in the news? Well, first of all, you're going to like this because you're always lamenting that your mother didn't give you a few IQ points extra by breastfeeding you. Yeah, I, I 
I feel ultimately rejected. <laughs> I don't know what, although the thought that I'd be sucking on my mom. My mom has huge tits, by the way, and very full areolas. Oh, really? Yeah. You know that much? I saw him. Where did you see them? I told you when I was Mr. young. Mr. Skin? No. no, no. He only wishes. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole Ray Stern section on Mr. Skin. No, she, um, she walked out of the shower when I was a young boy, and I saw her tits. So you really took them in? Yeah. And I remember the areolas being You very... didn't run out of the room. She had nice nips, big areolas, big giant jugs. <laughs> and all natural, of course. You would never get in. Were they perky or were they? No, no, no. There was nothing perky there. They, yeah. those, well, listen, they had been through the mill. <laughs> they never breastfed you. She, she had a tough life. No, they were, but they weren't like saggy, like, like droopy from what I remember. I mean, I guess she was a young woman at that point. How old was she? I don't know. How old were you? Oh, that's a lot of math you're asking me. <laughs> I'm no Jethro Bodine. I don't know my gazintas. Well, yeah. let's see. If I was like, I'm going to guess I was about eight. Okay. Nine. All right, let me figure this out. I don't even know where to begin. This is a complex man. Well, problem. how much older is she than you? Oh, my goodness. All right. 75. If she was 95, she'd be 30 years older than me, but she's not 95. She's 90. She's going to be 92. So 30. Then I got to take 30 and subtract three. 27. All right. right. All right. right. Okay. Well, that's the first part of the equation. Yes. Now I have to add back 8. Hold on. I know 7 and 8 is 15. So that's a 5. No, no, no. I'm starting over. How old did I say she was again, Robin, when, uh, she, when she had me? She was 27, I think you just said. You sure? Uh-huh. I thought I said 32. No. All right. 27. <laughs> and I have to add 8. 7 and 8 is 5. Carry the 1. This is too tough for me. I don't know if I can get there right now. Can you hold on? Would you come back with your work tomorrow? Wait, let me write it down. She was twenty-seven. <laughs> this is this is this is a tough one. And then you got to add eight. Bring down the five. Carry the one. She was eighty when she had, no. when I saw her. No, hold on. I'm, I'm making a mistake. Um, all right. She was 35. So yes. that's pretty young when I saw her titties. Right. I mean, they were nice. They were full, but yeah. And they weren't, it wasn't like wrinkly, saggy. Titties. You know, they just weren't, they were big. They were D's. Titties. <laughs> well, here's some good news for you. Why did we, why didn't she breastfeed me? She claims that back then, the doctors all said, don't feed breast milk. Just right. I know a lot of women who did not breastfeed because doctors were pushing yeah. formula at the time. She even says to me to this day, I would have loved to have done that. <laughs> Something tells me. I mean, we were symbiotic enough. <laughs> you I was, didn't need I'd that. still be at that tit. <laughs> I got to break free of her. Oh. Imagine I'm on her tit. Oh. Jitties. Yeah, she probably would have been moaning or something. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's suckling me. Oh, dear. Better I didn't. Yeah, maybe she would have fallen in love with it yeah. and been one of those mothers who... Like you're five? Yeah. You're still bre yeah. I've seen mothers like three and a half year olds with teeth <laughs> breastfeeding. It's so steamy. So sick. <laughs> Soft swinging. That kid's got to be weaned by the time they're a year and a half. No later. Knock it off, moms.
Well, listen to this. And I should point out my mom what? had a thick, healthy bush, too, that I saw. Oh. I saw her completely nude. That has nothing to do with increasing your intelligence. I don't shave. <laughs> oh, my intelligence was actually disrupted by seeing that bush. I couldn't believe what was going on. My head was, my head exploded. <laughs> I lost a lot of brain power. They had to get me a service dog after that. Oh, my goodness. If you can walk this far in two minutes... Scientists say you're much smarter than average, and your brain is actually built a little differently. Wait, say that again? Prevalent. If I do what? If I walk fast? If you can walk this far in two minutes. Go ahead. Scientists say you're much smarter than average, and your brain is actually built a little different. I can, uh, I can come in two minutes. Does that make me smart? No. Oh, too bad. So the participants in this study just walked, okay? They walked as quickly as they could for two minutes. Researchers measured the difference. And for men, it was 660 feet. For women, it was 640 feet. See, I'm a slow walker. No, you're not. Roughly speaking, for Wearable fitness tracker users, it's about a 16-minute mile or slightly under four miles per hour. Fuck. I'm telling you, I walk with Fred. I mean, years ago, I don't do it anymore. But I went walking in the streets with him. He walks ahead of me. Fred can't. You can't have a walk with Fred. You have that experience, too, right? Yes, Fred is always (laughs) ahead of you. Maybe it's because he's so intelligent. Can't walk slow. His brain is definitely different. I'll do you do that, that with your wife too, Fred? Like, do you walk I, ahead I have, of her? I, I don't even realize it, and then I realize she's about a half a block. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's insulting. I, only, I remember feeling really insulted. The only person who can keep up with me is my daughter. Really? Yeah, she's got long legs too. Oh, she must be smart. My wife's got stubby legs. Wow. Nice thing to say. That's like saying your wife has smelly feet. No, (laughs) not that bad. She has Uh, nice feet. The researcher said it surprised us that even in a young population, cognitive performance Mm. decreases as fitness levels drop. So good fitness gives you a better brain. You know what else? It helps you to make better decisions and think more clearly. Wow, that's an interesting study. I, I wonder. I like this story you did uh, about walking a certain, yeah. you know, I'm thinking like John Hines, a bright guy, but he moves like a glacier. I'm wondering. <laughs> yes, Claire, what is it, please? In South you got to Car- wonder what intelligence he started off with. Yes. Howard. Yes. I love you so much. I just saw Beth on um, on the Today Show. She is so lovely, and I'm, I've got the goosebumps just talking to you. Thank you. I could cry right now. Please do. It was such a nice show. <laughs> I just moved down here from New York, and I miss you so much. Thank you. It's horrible down here. Where, Where are you, you down you. here, Anel? But, Claire, you, you got to understand something. When you were living in New York... <laughs> Even though we both lived in New York, you didn't you, see him. You didn't really get to see me. So, in other words, nothing has changed between us now that you're in South Carolina. I know, but I just feel like I'm so far away, and they always, when you curse and stuff, my serious always goes out. And I called them up about ten times, and they can't fix my Alexa. I don't know what the problem is. It's so backwards down here. You want me to get uh, everyone- someone on that? <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know what to do. I think they're really doing it. I'm not crazy. So you're saying since you moved to South Carolina, you miss me more. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. See, Robin? Oh, I, wow. I never knew there would be that. that. Kind yeah. of and like, I've turned so many people on to you Thank and you. your book and stuff. Thank and, you. Uh, the book for Christmas. I'm out there I promoting like crazy. Yeah. I wish I could send you my book and with a stamped envelope and everything for you to send it back to me. No, don't do that. Friend... That's a bad idea. Claire, that'll separate us more. <laughs> <laughs> I would love something, that uh, autograph. Oh, All I right, love I'm going to so actually guys. send you some. Gary, I want you to take Claire's information, and um, and i got to get her radio fixed down there in South Carolina. So yeah, there's something going on. There's a guy who works here who knows how to fix it. I'm, I'm going to get this guy on it. Hold, hold the line. Thank you. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Love you. She must have moved to a trailer park. <laughs> I don't know where. I mean... First of or in all, a cave, maybe. That's where serious can't go. You could also get serious over the internet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she um, said something about her Alexa was not. That Alexa's a. Working right. She's got to get her shit together. <laughs> Whoever she is. Alexa is the Amazon I see. smart. Well, the Carolina is big. Look at this guy. Will from North Carolina. We just said South Carolina, oh, North Carolina. I the feel, Carolinas are checking it. I got to tell you, I feel like we're big in the Carolinas. <laughs> I never felt that way before. Yeah, of course I'm, you are. This is like my North Carolina might be my second home. <laughs> Please move down here, Howard. We'd love to have you. I got uh, I think I have people in North Carolina. Do you? Doesn't my brother-in-law live there? Where the uh, fuck does he live? No. Atlanta, isn't it? No, no, no. No? That's when I was in the other marriage. Oh. <laughs> You're a couple of brother-in-laws back. I'm a back. couple of brother-in-laws back, yeah. Do you got any Jews in uh, North Carolina, or are they keeping them to a minimum? We have a very diverse uh, really? community down here at Howard, yeah. Hmm. It's a great place. It really is. I was looking for a place with no Jews, so I don't know if I'm... I guess it cross <laughs> he wasn't looking for diverse. I, wasn't no. looking, yeah, I don't want <laughs> diversity. No, no, I, I, I love the Jews, as you know, of course. Uh, yeah, Will, what's up? We got to get back to news. Well, I just wanted to call and tell you. Uh, first of all, uh, it's great to finally speak to you. Uh, I've listened for many years, and I and I try to always see any uh, television appearance. And I got to tell you, the Bill Maher interview was, I think, by far the best interview I've ever seen you do. You seemed amazingly um, calm and charming and funny and, and smart. It was well. Really that's great. a that's a tribute to Bill. I mean, he did the interview, so. Um... Uh, yeah, but to the, you just you just seem different than I've ever seen you in an interview. You seem so so relaxed, and and it was just really anybody who saw that interview who doesn't like you has got something going on. So all right. I, was, I was really really impressed. All right, thanks, Will. There you go. Will liked me. I'm Bill Maher. Seems to think I did a good job. But yes, uh, yeah, I got a lot of really uh, positive feedback from people after uh, that. Appearance after all three of them actually. Mm -hmm. I heard from they were one. all great, but I really liked the Bill Maher. Yes, and uh, I'm glad I finally got to do that because mm -hmm. we had such a strained—not even a strained relationship. We had such a shit relationship, a non-relationship non for so long, and I did feel bad about it because I do like Bill a lot. Yeah. So I'm we've glad been that's... watching Bill for years and years yeah. because of his dad. Yeah, we. I mean, I. Uh, yeah. I mean, Robin, yeah. <laughs> all right. Robin, what else is in the news? Well, some, I consider this all fallout from our shows in Los Angeles. We started that conversation with Robert Downey 
about uh, whether he should have been nominated for an Academy Award because of his role as Iron Man. Right. And uh, just prior to him doing the show, Martin Scorsese had said that he didn't think it was cinema, these superhero movies. And since then, a lot of people have been weighing in on this subject. And now Francis Ford Coppola has said, well, Martin Scorsese didn't go far enough. He thinks they're despicable. Really? And, yeah. Who's that? Francis Ford Coppola, the man who did The Godfather. But these, these are, I don't know. This is crazy. I don't know why they object to these movies. They're so well so done. Much. Yeah. And they're good stories. I Absolutely. Don't know. I love them. And, and Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man is a great acting performance. I mean, what, what are they talking about? And look at this guy who plays the Hulk. He turns into a big monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, try it. That's not easy to do. That's, That's right. Could Marlon Brando do that? Right. No. He, he actually, <laughs> at the end of his life, looked like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> He actually transformed, but it took him years to get there. That's right. He couldn't do it at the snap of a finger. Meanwhile, we talked to Robert Downey Jr. about his uh, desire to do a live-action Pinocchio. Yes. Well, now they are announcing that Robert Zemeckis is in early discussions with Disney to direct the live-action Pinocchio. So there is movement. On that project. Yes. Uh, well, I think Robert's idea, if I remember from the interview, was that he said that he wants to play Geppetto. Right. He, he said, fuck Pinocchio. Like he's doing, <laughs> he didn't say fuck Pinocchio. Like, like that's what that would Wa- be a terrible like thing Joaquin Phoenix said, fuck Batman. I want to be the Joker, <laughs> and I don't even need Batman in the movie. And um, that's what Robert Downey's saying. He said, fuck Pinocchio. I'm going to just be Geppetto. <laughs> Again, Robert Downey Jr. has not said fuck Pinocchio. <laughs> and, he, and he's like... He's like, Howard, you could be Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> you got the nose for it. Yeah, balls. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. I just want to tell you that the L.A. shows were fucking perfect, man. I just, uh, that was so much fun, and uh, I really enjoyed that. But actually, what I'm really caught about your appearance on Ellen. Uh, I just want to know what went through your head when you actually kissed Ellen. Was there anything in particular? Well, first, well, I knew I was going to do it, so I checked my wife first. I didn't want her to be jealous. Because what if Ellen and I fall in love? Yeah, you never know what can happen with a kiss. A lot of gay women kiss me, and uh, they just want to be with a man afterward. I have that effect. Oh, I don't know. I was just kind of like, oh, gosh. I kept thinking, because I didn't talk to her beforehand or anything, so I said... Uh, to myself, oh, I'm going to put this out there, and if she doesn't kiss me, it's going to suck. Because maybe she'd be gross. You know, I'm like, I don't know how grossed out she is by me. I know that most women are grossed out by me, but I don't know how, you know. You didn't think level. it like a men in general thing. It would definitely be you. No, it's me. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she's not thrilled about kissing a dude anyway, but I am sure kissing me has got to be repulsive. Uh, I mean, come on. Let's be honest. Did you do you think about the that your lips actually touched her lips to touch Porsche Garossi's uh twat? I mean that's what oh, I don't know what those two are. You don't know that <laughs> I didn't I didn't about falls. Well, <laughs> listen, my lips have touched Fred's cock. She had to be thinking about that. Yeah, so there. There you go. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't think about that, but I did think 
I just I just was worried that Ellen would vomit. Did you see that little bucket by my feet? That was a bucket in case she threw up. It was fun. She was a good sport. I don't think she really wanted to kiss me at first, and then she thought about the comedic opportunity. Right. I think she warmed to the idea. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I guess I got to go through with this. All right. You think it successfully took people's mind off of, uh, off of President Bush? Have you heard anything about President Bush since I kissed her? No. Not a fucking thing. Not man. a fucking thing. It worked. <laughs> I told you. See, a lot of things came out of that L.A. swing. You're not kidding. I helped her out big time. I, I expected a bouquet of roses. that said, thank you for getting rid of my George Bush problem with that kiss. <laughs> Everyone on the planet has forgotten about it. I love that she was showing him my painting on her phone. I know. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, that turns me on. Fred, I'm turned on. You can blow me now. <laughs> okay, good. All right, good. I was waiting. Yeah. He waits till I get turned on, and then he jumps ah. in. Uh, what else, Robin? Well, Jennifer Anderson broke Instagram. What does that mean, she broke it? Well, the server had a lot of trouble handling all the volume. She reached a million followers faster than anyone has ever done. And uh, so that was a lot of volume, a lot of traffic. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, an, an Instagram guy couldn't handle it. Right. Yeah, it was just coming too fast and too furiously. So I'm giving us credit for that, too. Yeah, some people are, actually. Somebody actually said to me, you know, didn't hurt her that she was on your show. I go, really? Okay, we'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take whatever we can get. But, you know, I thought that was fantastic. And now I think I can't find it here. But, yeah, she reached a million. She broke the record there and then she also and and that's a guinness record as well so she'll go down in the history books for having uh, done that she that's reached amazing. one million followers what was the fun what what how many followers does she have right now i think the last count i saw in this article was over Eight million, and that was just. I think it's like eighty. Million. Like a couple of days. No, I think it's like eighty million. Yeah, I'm. Sure, I I thought this was in this article, but I can't find. Gary, it Gary, go on Jennifer Aniston's um, Instagram. Twitter. I'm looking right now. It says fifteen point two million followers. Isn't that something? That is correct. Yeah, but don't you think that's outrageous? Fifteen point two million <laughs> followers in just days. <clears throat> you know. I think Robert Downey Jr. has like 40 million. Look that up, J.D. Hold on, Mike. Uh, yeah, 43.5 million. How many? 43.5 million. That's, that's like bigger than radio stations. And Jennifer Ann, does she have beef shots on there? It must be something new. No, something. this was her first foray into Instagram. And what she did was the first thing she posted was a picture of the reunion of her friends wow. cast at that dinner she told us about. How, how many followers do you think Kim Kardashian has on Instagram? Well, oh, she's in the hundred oh, millions, isn't oh, she? A hundred million. A uh, hundred forty nine million followers. That is unbelievable. Do, do, that's unbelievable. A hundred, you know, maybe I ought to get into it. I'm not really even on it. My wife's on it. 
you know. Well, you know, what was interesting to me is sometimes, you know, like you get these notifications that you're being followed by another celebrity. Yeah. And then doesn't that freak you out? Like you think you need to do something special with your account now that that person's following That's you? That's a lot of pressure. I know. I don't I, even know how to know who watches me. You don't? I mean, I'm on Twitter, but I just don't tweet a lot. I don't tweet at all. And I got, I all of a sudden saw that a celebrity was following me. Who was, was the like, celebrity? Darn, I, I need to now post something. I never post anything. Who was following you? What celebrity? I don't want to mention that person because that person is also sort of like a neighbor. You don't want to scare that person away? No, it's not that I don't want to scare that person away. She's a neighbor. So what? So what? She'd probably be thrilled if she if you mentioned her. <laughs> like, how would how would we know she's your neighbor? <laughs> well, uh, you would know now because I know uh, you know neighbor. if some people know. I mean, it's not like some other people don't know that she's where she is, and so oh, I see. Yeah, whatever. Whatever is right. I don't want to name the person. Ariana Grande has a hundred sixty five million followers. That's a lot of power. Yeah. 165 million. The Rock has 159 million. That's why he's the top star. Jesus, 159 million. What does he post? Like pictures of himself working out? Yes. Jesus Christ. And, and that guy... eats and, and anything he does with WWE and from the film sets and all that stuff. That guy's huge. In every way. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, his body is like just ridiculous. And I mean, ridiculous in the worst sense of the word. <laughs> I mean, really, like his head is disappearing. His fucking... uh, he he looks like he's becoming the Hulk. And there's veins like exploding. His, out. Yeah. He's going to explode any time. I mean, what, what is he doing? I mean, I listen, I don't want to say, I don't, you know. I don't oh, wanna... that's all natural. Oh, it is natural? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty remarkable then. I have no idea how. Back to you, Robin. Did you see what happened in Mexico while we were away? No, what happened? El Chapo's son was arrested by this militarized police force they have in Sinaloa, the um, heart of the cartel that El Chapo ran. Right. And they immediately sent out word that he was in trouble. And the cartel amassed a, a brigade larger than the police force that came to arrest him. And they had a gun battle Wow! until the police released him. And the police gave him up? They had to. They got boxed in. They couldn't get reinforcements. And so they had to give this, they would have all been killed to get to him. And so they rescued El Chapo's son. So, so, and took him back. How frightening is Mexico? I know. The whole community is like, thank goodness they let him go because this battle would have gone on and on and on and so many more people would have died. Oh my God. Like, like Mexico really is run by the cartel. That's really, you know, our country's getting pretty nuts, but that's really nutty. That's a country that's even crazier than this country right now. Well, you know, you got to think about this in terms of uh, the right to bear arms. 
Yeah. And so you get a criminal element that decides they don't want to listen to the government and they want to run their own little thing and they can go out and they have enough money because of the drug trade that they can compete with the government for military grade weapons and personnel. Although maybe you look at it this way. What? If there are, let's say they take away, you know, the right to bear arms. I don't know what the laws are in Mexico. I don't know what the laws are. But yeah. those guys are going to get arms from arms dealers all over the world because they got the kind of money to do that. And then regular citizens, if they want to stand up to the mob, can't even do it. Well, this is the problem of letting a, a criminal element get too large. And don't you think JD's responsible for this with his new weed habit? And he's uh, absolutely. The war? All right. <laughs> he's paying into the cartel in some way that's right these people are dying because of jd jd <laughs> but yeah they were after el chapo's son because of his dealings with with drugs and the drug business and they just came and took him back meanwhile el chapo was probably like fuck this man how did i end up in jail i should have done what my kid did el chapo's son sounds like he's got it way more together well, they I guess they figure they already lost El Chapo. They want to lose El Chapo Jr.? They don't want to lose Chapo Jr. See, El Chapo Jr. <laughs> we cannot give him up. No one else can run the cartel. El Chapo Jr. <laughs> so, yeah, I was wow. like, oh, my goodness, look at what's going on there. You think El Chapo's in jail going, man, my son, he is even unbelievable. My more, son rules. He is more unbelievable than myself. <laughs> Here, it takes months to purchase a gun in Mexico legally. There's only one gun store in all of Mexico. In all of the Mexico? Yeah, so, so much for gun control. Well, I've never been for gun control. Yeah, me neither. I want to arm myself to the teeth. <laughs> well, if you're going to have a Sinaloa cartel next door, you better. Fuck yeah. That cartel starts coming to America. I got to be ready. Well, I think that's why they had to get El Chapo out of Mexico. Right. They would have never been able to hold a trial. The uh, well, Also, while we were away, the nominees for this year's class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame were listed. Right. And people get to vote on these. And I guess there are some other ways that people are selected as well. All right. I'll tell you who deserves to be in and who's, who's All right. out. Go Pat ahead. Benatar. Pat Benatar absolutely deserves to be in. The woman's written millions of hit songs. Her and her husband, uh, they both play guitar. They can sing. No doubt. It should have been in there already. Okay. Um, and she is leading in the popular vote. Right. Dave Matthews Band. Yeah. Why not? I mean, the guy, you know. Come on. Depeche Mode. No. The Doobie Brothers. Only because I don't know their music. <laughs> the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not a Doobie Brothers fan, but we got to admit, we all know Lots the Doobie Brothers. A lot of hits. Lots Why not? Right, Fred? Absolutely. Okay. There's two versions. Which one's getting inducted? Well, not the Michael McDonald one. I would think that's first. That's the earlier one, yeah. No, that's no, the, the later one. I mean, the later one. The earlier one. Tom first, Johnson. and then the other one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I mixed uh, it up. Uh, <laughs> so is it the first group? Yes. And instead of the second well, group. Well, actually both. Yeah. Go ahead. Anything doobies. Whitney Houston? Yes. I mean, technically not rock. You want to be a purist about it, but since they let in uh, Janet Jackson, why not Whitney Houston? 
Judas Priest. Yes. Kraftwerk. Bon, 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 mit the autobahn. <laughs> Come on. What are you talking about? I'm talking about no. <laughs> bon, 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 mit the autobahn. Isn't that Kraftwerk, Fred? Bon, 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 mit the autobahn. Farn, farn, on the autobahn. And what is their big hit? That's pretty much the hit. No. No, there was another one. No, there's a big Trans Europe Express. Right. It is? Yeah, play Trans Europe Express. Never heard of that one. Bon, 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 mit the autobahn. Hogan. You got it there, Freddie? I'm trying to find it for you right now. Here we go. Hopefully, this is the right version. You might walk fast, but you don't compute fast. Let me see. Yeah, keep them out. <laughs> bon, 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 mit the autobahn. I feel like Kraftwerk had a bigger hit. They did. They had a one huge hit. Yeah, and it wasn't Bon 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 mit the Autobahn. No. I'm looking at Billboard. Autobahn was their biggest song. It went to number 25, and Trans Europe Express is number 67. Yeah, well, forget it. They can't be in the rock and roll. No. They, we got to keep somebody ba- out. They've been on the ballot, I believe, like almost 10 or 12 years Fuck in a row. Fuck them. MC5? Uh, okay, I guess. I don't even know them. I know they're a big deal, but I don't know them. Motorhead? Motorhead with uh, Lemmy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go against that. Uh, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, Listen, forget all the other ones you mentioned, except for Pat Benatar. Let's start over. (laughs) Nine Inch Nails is, first of all, Nine Inch Nails is Trent Reznor. In other words, he named it Nine Inch Nails, but it's him. It's nobody else. And yes, this guy is a genius. I saw that live show back in the 90s. It was unbelievable. I've seen him a couple of times. It was unbelievably good. And then when he produced a Bowie and gave him a whole new sound, mm-hmm. this guy this guy deserves, they should call the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame the Trent Reznor Hall of Fame. <laughs> what do you think of that? Well, he also had a lot to do with the Marilyn Manson, Marilyn Manson's That's right. first album. That's right. He uh, redid that song, the Johnny Cash song. Well, no. Rick Rubin redid Hurt was not a Johnny Cash song. Hurt was a Trent Reznor song that Johnny Cash remade. Oh, I thought that Trent did that. No. No, Johnny Cash did that. But that is a Trent Reznor song. But it's a Trent Reznor song. That's right. It is mind-blowing, that guy's musical ability. It is some of the best music ever put out. Still holds up to this day. It's ridiculous, this fucking guy. This is... This he is, might have just become eligible, as far as I know. Well, he's got to be in. They, they should end the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if he's not in it. <laughs> That's it. Listen to this. All that distortion. Yeah. What a song. All right. All right. Don't get me crazy. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. All right. Listen. Again, I don't know about any of that. Rufus featuring Chaka Khan. Uh, look, you know what I'm saying? Todd Rundgren. Well, Todd Rundgren is a genius. He was a little boastful back in the 70s when he said, I could put out a hit record anytime I want to. I just don't choose to do it. But and he's not choosing for a long time. That's right. But the guy is a genius. All right. Uh, but first, Trent Reznor, then Todd Rundgren. Soundgarden. Okay. Uh, uh, hold it. 
Hold it. <laughs> All right. You know you can only vote for five, right? I'm going to vote for five right now out of the ones Robin mentioned. Nine Inch Nails, I'll vote twice for them. Pat Benatar and Soundgarden. So that's four. You got one more vote. T-Rex, then Lizzie. T-Rex, then Lizzie was fucking great. They didn't have a lot of hits, though. But they were a great band. And what's his name who died? Uh, the lead singer, uh, uh, Mark Bolin. Mm-hmm. I am just a cheapster for your love. <sighs> so is your number five going to be Dave Matthews? No, T-Rex. Oh, it's going to be T-Rex. Just okay. for Jeepster alone. <laughs> I am just a Jeepster for your love. Dave Matthews is a young guy. He can wait he a can year. He can wait a year or two. Right. Listen to this. Jeepster. Come on. this guy out okay so also while we were away there were a lot of things happening in politics uh the nba got embroiled in some political uh controversy because uh they were playing in china where they're um being accused of lording it over hong kong and there are all those hong kong protests oh fuck china Long live the NBA, and uh, don't kowtow to China. Hong Kong has to remain free. We have to back Hong Kong. Can't turn our backs on them. So uh, Tucker Carlson of Fox News called on our uh, favorite diplomat, Dennis Rodman. Oh, good. He'll to solve talk it. about basketball and politics. One five. Now, now someone who makes sense. We have no right as American people to sit there criticize China or any country in the world in that sense. Because you know why? China is one of the countries where they really praise American people. They love sports. They love American people. Listen, Dennis, I love the guy. He's a great guest, but he's got to get his fucking shit together. People, Hong Kong love American people. China, I mean, uh, uh, Singapore, Beijing, Shanghai, every Asian country where they love American people, especially sports. Now, I think if people, as sports athletes, understand that because they're very loyal to people as far as yeah. American people. So I, I, th- I think that uh, LeBron James needs to understand, you know what, Keep let the politics be politics and let the basketball players be basketball players. Wow. <laughs> well, I hope he would, he would solve that. <laughs> Love him. But he's got to get his shit together. Um, Gary, who are you voting for? Because uh, Gary actually wastes his time and votes for the uh, Rock and Roll. I think and John Hyde. <laughs> John Hyde, too. You got to get Soundgarden in there. You got to get... Yes. Hit him with the Here's Nine who you should vote nails. for, since Gary votes. Yeah. Soundgarden, Nine Inch Nails, <clears throat> Pat Benatar. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> who else did you mention? i got to get the Doobie Brothers in, for me. <clears throat> hmm. well, wait a minute. We're not finished. Maybe you'll get a vote. <laughs> get a vote on what I want to I'll tell you what. On. You and John are fired if Nine Inch Nails don't get oh. in. Ooh. How's that? All right, so now I've made a statement. <laughs> what about Judas Priest? Now, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't, don't care about it. all that. Motorhead again is no, in there. I don't care about that either. Uh, Brent yells at me every year because I won't vote for Judas Priest. Thin Lizzy, T Rex, Dave, well, Thin Matthews. Lizzy, and T Rex. Yeah. 
Oh, Thin Lizzy. Boys are back in town. Oh, I didn't know you said that. Yeah. I didn't hear Thin Lizzy. T-Rex. Mm. So you got a few votes. You said Benatar, Soundgarden, Nine Inch Nails. That's right. How do you not vote for these guys? Yeah, Gary. Gary. Okay, name the, name the next three biggest Thin Lizzy hits. Oh, come on. Oh, uh, <laughs> boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. <laughs> and boys are back in town. I'll give you one. Jailbreak. What's jailbreak, right. And then after that, what do you got? After jailbreak, boys are back in town. <laughs> Doobie Brothers do deserve to be in. Just based on their sheer amount of hits. Yeah. All right. Enough. I don't give a fuck. And uh, our governor got into a little bit of controversy with the N-word. He was on a radio show and he was quoting from a New York Times opinion piece uh, that was written on, um, you know, Italian, uh, I guess, slurs or something. Right. And uh, he wound up using the N-word while quoting for from the magazine or from the, the article, one for. They used an expression that Southern Italians were called, I believe they're saying Southern Italians, Sicilians, I'm half Sicilian, were called, quote-unquote, and pardon my language, but I'm just quoting the Times, nigger wops, N-word wops, uh, as a derogatory comment. He's not a racist. He quoted an article. Got no problem with that. Yeah, but some people, uh, people are looking for shit. Becoming a knee jerk response. Right. Any white person using the N word, it doesn't matter the context, you gotta be offended. Well, I would have advised the governor not to use ER, but to use an A on the end. But (laughs) he would have been better off. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) But, uh, no, listen, you, you, you know, when somebody's using something as a racist comment or they're using it to demonstrate a point or, Come on, get with it. Robin, I got no time for that. (laughs) Leave the governor alone. I know, it was kind of crazy. And finally this morning, there's a lot more I would love to get to. But uh, there's so much happened while we were away. It's going to take us a month to get through everything that happened. On Wheel of Fortune, there was a guy who, you know how they have that little conversation with everybody in between rounds or whatever to see who they are and where they're from. Well, one of the contestants joked about his loveless marriage. One, one. That was great. <laughs> I love this. Hello, Blair. Hello. Uh, Blair Davis, Cardiff, California, owned the trucking business, it says here. Small trucking business yeah. in San Diego. Good yeah. for you. And talk about your family. I've been trapped in a loveless marriage for the last 12 years <laughs> to an old battle axe named Kim. She cursed my life with three stepchildren named Star, RJ, and Ryan, and I have one rotten grandson. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah, they ruined it later by saying he was, you know, like, of course he's yeah. kidding. Yeah, yeah. One guy said his wife had smelly feet. Oh. <laughs> and uh, they took him right off the air. So, yeah, everybody's wondering how Blair is doing at home. Just like that guy who uh, complained about smelly feet. Right. But uh, no one would do that. <laughs> <laughs> he says his wife had approved his comments. Right. Beforehand. And so it was just a joke. And that's what's happening. Robin, very thorough report.